Good Wednesday evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG coming through with a Wednesday wind up live show in replace of our normal Tuesday night flight. Schedules didn't permit last night. So here we are on Wednesday. So let's get to it. Let's get it going. Um, first and foremost, I need to start this off on a high note. Today, the date is mm, August 18th. I got to wish a special happy birthday to a gentleman who I've had the pleasure of being. And we started out as friends, but now nah, I see him as a big brother now. That friendship line went away a long time ago. I see him as a big brother. You always hear me reference him. I got to get him on the show, especially during football season, especially during uh, our um, 53-man roster show. The Professor, my man Lucky, celebrating his birthday today. So big ups to him. Uh, you know, here at Sideline Junkies, we always believe in giving flowers while you can. Give people their flowers so they can smell them. Uh, so here's me giving my flowers to my man, Professor Lucky. Uh, I've had countless conversations over the last almost 20 years because Dario will be 18 in January. So yeah, it's been over almost 20 years. So countless conversations where I've gone off the deep end with some 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 things and you know instead of letting me fall flat and and run with it it was always the professor lucky you know bringing me back and his his signature way you know always and not only him but we I talk about big ed too those two the 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 amount of conversations that we've had over the years about sports and everything like that man though those guys have they they shaped me and mold me into the person i am today behind this mic because i'm able to be bold enough to make uh, uh opinions but not sound like a classless idiot not to sound like an idiot you know because of those two gentlemen so i gotta i gotta give a big shout out to the professor lucky for what he's done to make me he, he's helped create this monster that is the big guy kg so you know i guess he is one of the dr frankensteins so happy birthday luck man i hope you enjoy your your day uh just hope you you know you're living it up to the fullest man hopefully you, you took off work today like you normally do hopefully you're on vacation so uh moving on getting into this this plate that is this show we got a lot to get uh covered so we're gonna start it off real quick fbi is now involved they're investigating allegations against houston texans quarterback deshaun watson and possible extortion uh, i'm reading this from espn this is uh came out um earlier today 12 36 the allegations of assault and inappropriate behavior against texans quarterback deshaun watson are being investigated by the fbi Watson's lawyer, Rusty Harden, said Wednesday, 
Harden also said Watson spoke to the FBI, FBI about allegations of extortion regarding one of the 23 lawsuits filed against the quarterback, of which 22 are still active. I thought it was up to 39. Um, his lawyer said in April, the FBI came to us and told us they were investigating a matter as to whether one of Mr. Busby's clients had committed extortion in the way that they were demanding money from Deshaun or what they would do if they didn't pay it. Harden said in the news conference, we were the ones who contacted them. They contacted us. We were, we are, we're not the ones who contacted them. They contacted us. We talked to the FBI. We even let them interview Deshaun. And if y'all can find a lawyer that will let his client talk to the FBI, if the lawyer had thought his client had done anything wrong, or had any exposure, then I'll be very, very surprised. Wow. Um, a lot of things have come out over the course of today alone. Um, I, I read an article earlier where they were saying that uh, one young lady said that if Deshaun Watson would have just paid up, she wouldn't be suing him. Another young lady said that Deshaun Watson, uh, she actually, the day that he quote unquote traumatized her she sent him a text message saying that she would like to you know she'll be in town to the third and if he would like to book another session with her let her know then she also in turn texted him that she was sorry for what she did because it was said that she initiated the contact that happened so she was sorry for what she did and you know, it was inappropriate and she normally takes her business a little bit more serious than that. She don't normally do that. So which one is it? Is my I mean, come on. I've said from Jump Street that uh, this all sounds really fishy. You know, we were talking about 39 women. 39 accounts, but all the accounts seem the same. There's no deviation from how the accounts took place. Now, I'm, I'm not no legal expert. And, you know, the way my, my, my cousin used to tell me, he, he used to always ask me, were you there? I wasn't there. So I, all, all we can go off of is speculation and uh, hope, I guess you could say. So we'll continue to keep an eye on this, but the FBI is involved now. So one of two things going to happen. Either this case is going to fall apart or Deshaun Watson's name is going to be cleared. There's no in-between. There's no middle ground. It's going to be one or the other. But I'm sure the FBI is going to dig and they're going to find out the root of it. I have my, my suspicions, but those are just my suspicions and I won't air them here on this said podcast because those are my thoughts, my opinions, those are not the thoughts and the opinions of Sideline Junkies podcast. All right. Sticking with court, Trevor Bauer. We talked about him a couple months ago. Uh, he's in court now, a restraining order hearing. And his attorneys are cross-examining the woman who accused him of sexual assault. You know, said that he gave her two black eyes. He choked her till she was unconscious. Uh, 
I read something that what she said in court that she woke up to him giving her anal sex. She was unable to say no because she consented after the first time. Now, we talked about this a few weeks ago and said we keep an eye on it. Why was he getting suspended? And it was a lot of speculation. You know, I'm sorry. Why was he put on a leave of absence? You know, whatever they call it in baseball, where he was still getting paid administrative leave. I'm sorry. That's what it is. And we we were just wondering, like, why is this going on? And they had text messages between him and the young lady. Um, where she was asking for the pain, more pain, the better, and this, that, and the other. And she was asking for the things that happened. And then all of a sudden, you know, now we're here. And I'm like, okay, I, I, me personally, I'm confused. And then now they're bringing up her past and she had uh, a relationship with Fernando Tatis Jr., which wasn't really quote unquote a relationship. Basically, basically, what does this generation call it? Uh, we used to call it fuck buddies, but this generation calls it sneaky links. So, you know, I guess she was his sneaky link. And she had a quote unquote relationship with another gentleman. um, Who also a baseball player. And, you know, it's just a lot going on. Um, Just reading this. I just, oh man, it's a lot to unpack, but I, and she's seeking a five year restraining order against, uh, Trevor Bauer. Hmm. I ain't never heard of a five year restraining order, but it is crazy, man. It is crazy. But we got to keep an eye on that, too. So we got a couple. We, we about to turn into a law show, man. We got a couple court cases to uh, keep an eye on. But it's, oh, man, I it's a lot. I thought if you had proof that you were innocent, you didn't need to go to trial. And I thought the text messages were proof enough, but I guess not. I guess the validity of the text messages were not good enough but like i said we'll keep an eye on it um it's a sticky situation sticky situation um you never want to see anybody i don't i don't want to see trevor bow go through it i don't want to see the woman his accuser go through anything like this i don't want to see anybody go through it i'm all for everybody winning you know everybody being happy i don't want to see anybody go through anything like this so um but Turning over to some real sports um, and leaving the, the 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 legal portion of sports alone. Um, number one, Joel Embiid got an extension. Max, super max deal, I think $197 million, which is great. Uh, in the NFL, Tim Tebow, cut. Josh Rosen, cut. Now, here's my thing. I'm going to handle those two, then I'll go on to, you know, I'll handle Kelvin Harmon and, and Washington when I talk about Washington. But here we are. Tim Tebow. If anybody thought that Tim Tebow, even though he bulked up, he looked real good on paper, was going to be a tight end. He was going to be on a 53-man roster of the Jacksonville Jaguars or any other 
NFL team, 34 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Let me let me pull that up, double check. Tim Tebow, college great, probably soon to be college Hall of Famer. Tim Tebow, 34 years old, making a comeback. He just turned 34 on the 14th, so a couple of days ago he just turned 34. Looking to make an NFL comeback. Awesome college quarterback. Uh, I always say that he could have been better in the NFL if he had a coach to really coach him up. Uh, last Broncos drafted quarterback to win a playoff game. Um, He tried to switch over to tight end, which I we looked at it with the side eye when, when we heard it, but he got a chance. He got a chance that most others don't. Now, granted, you got quarterbacks that have switched positions to make the NFL. Arnez Battle, um, if I'm not mistaken, Carlisle Holiday. They wanted Charlie Ward to switch. He refused to and went to the NBA. Uh, Logan Thomas. Um, Damn, I, I can't even name them all. But you had quarterbacks switch positions, but they did it at a young age. They didn't wait until their 30s to do it. Now, Tim Tebow went from playing in the NFL to playing in uh, the the um, <laughs> the MLB. Well, he was in the uh, – geez, he was in the minor leagues. He went to playing baseball. Then went from baseball back to football. And he just a lot of opportunities. And, you know, he seemed to be getting good at the baseball thing. It seemed like he had a a a second a second career in baseball with Tebow. But he retired from baseball, decided to go back to football and decided to bulk up, play tight end. Bad move. Bad at 34 years old, bad move. You know, they, they tell you as quarterback, Shannon Sharp said it, they tell you as a quarterback to not block with your throwing shoulder. And it looked like he was just scared to block, period. That 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 block he threw against uh one of the backup defensive ends in Cleveland. It just it was terrible. It was terrible. But I, after that, before they even announced he was getting cut, I was like, yeah, he's not getting past preseason game number one. That's it. That's a, it. That's, it's over. So that's done. That experiment is done. Uh, Josh Rosen, an experiment that should have been done a few years ago, <laughs> is done now. Uh, Josh Rosen, who was a first-round 10th overall pick in a 2018 NFL draft, uh, he went from – Arizona to Miami to Tampa Bay. And then he signed with San Francisco back in December. And now he's pretty much out of it. He's out of the league. Josh Rosen's career stats. Now, I have to eat a little crow because Washington was talking about trading for Josh Rosen. Um, before we got Dwayne Haskins. And I was like, well, maybe Rosen just needs to change the scenery. 
He needs a coach that's going to cater to him. He needs somebody that's just going to, you know, work with him. Uh, no. Josh Rosen in 14 games played has a three and 13. I'm sorry, 20 games played, 16 starts, three and 13. Uh, 54% completion rate, 2,845 yards, uh, 12 touchdowns over 19 INTs, 63.5 QBR. How does this man still keep getting jobs? And I guarantee you before the end of the preseason, somebody will pick him up. He'll be, he, he's like, uh, geez, what's the boy name? Uh, uh Nathan Peterman. That's another cat. How does he keep getting jobs? He'll be on somebody's roster come season open. I guarantee it. No doubt in my mind. So expect to see Josh Rosen again one more time. Now, coming home, talking about the Washington football team. My guys, my guys, my guys, my guys. We lost... Uh, Preseason opener, 22-13 to the Patriots. Uh, but some guys look pretty good. Montez, who's not going to make this team on the active roster, 17-24, 108, one touchdown, one interception. Everybody was saying, well, Fitzpatrick didn't look that good first preseason game. Chill. This is the first preseason game. It's okay. Chill out. Uh, Antonio Gibson, five carries, 15 yards. Peyton Barber, six for 20. Lamar Miller, three for 14. Jared Patterson, who won play of the game, 10 carries, 40 yards. He also had four catches for 30 yards. So he, 14 touches, 70 yards. That's not bad. Not bad at all for the kid. Rookie. Uh, It's going to be... Uh, a tight race at running back, but I think now Washington has released Lamar Miller. So now who 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 else is going to be gone on that team is the question. Because looking at Washington's running backs, you got guys that you know it's time for them to go, and you got these young puppies coming in. Jared Patterson, young puppy, and he looks like he's going to make. An impression. Uh, somebody's going to be expendable. And it's going to be between Peyton Barber and J.D. McKissick. One of those guys are going to be expendable. Because I think they're going to probably keep. Now, they do keep one, two, three. They keep four. Okay. That means Jonathan Williams probably go to the uh, practice squad if he's eligible. But. Somebody, it's going to be an odd man out, but Patterson's going to get a lot of touches. A lot of touches. Um, Now, one release that hurt my heart was Kelvin Harmon. Being a Washington fan and Kelvin Harmon coming back off of torn ACL during last year's offseason. He was working out towards ACL and, you know, had the surgeon and everything. Then he made the announcement. Ah, man, to watch him work so hard to come back, work so hard to get himself back into football shape. And then after the first game, that was it. 
that was it. They let him go. He was not the man that I thought was going to be let go, period. And he had one catch for seven yards in the preseason opener. Now, we got a lot of guys at uh, wide receiver right about now. You got uh, Dayami Brown, Tony Brown, DeAndre Carter, Antonio Gandy-Golden, Adam Humphreys, uh, Terry McLaurin, Dax Milne, Curtis Samuel, Cam Sims, Cam, Steven Sims, and Isaiah Wright. Now, you also had Kelvin Harmon in that mix. I thought, in my heart of hearts, I did my preliminary 53-man roster, which we're, we got a show on that coming up. Uh, next, not Sunday coming, following Sunday, the 27th, that's when our 53-man roster will come out because cutdowns are on that Tuesday. So think about this. I said, you know, okay, of course, Terry McLaurin's on. Curtis Samuel's on. So that leaves four to five spots open. I thought Cam Sims would be three. Adam Humphreys. Now this is we're going seven. Kelvin Harmon. Um, Dax Milne and Dayami Brown. I had Steven Sims getting cut. Isaiah Wright probably going to practice squad. That was it, you know, but Washington made a move. And they, I mean, granted, they let Kelvin Harmon go early in the preseason so he can sign with somebody else, which is good. You know, it's okay. Hopefully this is not the last we hear or see of Kelvin Harmon in the NFL. I'm just hoping, just hoping. But uh, it hurt to see him go. I will say that it hurt because I, I watched him, follow him on uh, Instagram and just watched his workouts, watch how he worked hard to come back from an ACL injury. Now, you old enough, you remember ACL injury was the end of the line. That was it. There was no comeback. You tore your ACL, that was it. Career over. But science and technology have come so far in the last 25, 30 years. I'll say 30 because Rod Woodson is the only man to tear his ACL and come back in the same season. He tore his ACL, I think, in week two against the Lions. Barry Sanders shook the hell out of him, tore his ACL. He was back for the Super Bowl, I believe. Either the Super Bowl or he was back in the playoffs. Only man to ever come back in the same season. That's dedication. But it, and you know, granted, it doesn't work like that. Now, then, you know, it got to the point where ACL meant you were going to miss an entire 365. You were going to miss an entire calendar year because of the recovery, surgery, recovery, uh, you know, physical therapy, everything. You had to go through all of that. So, but Kelvin Harmon came back and he worked hard. He worked hella hard. And I, I, I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm just like, man, I wasn't expecting him to go. I wasn't expecting him to be cut. But, uh, yeah, it happened. So we got to move on. We got to win with the guys that we have. Now, my thoughts on the first preseason game, they did what I thought they were going to do. 
They're feeling everything out, trying to get chemistry. We're going to have a real preseason per se. We got three games. So we got a game uh, Friday against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you'll see a little bit more probably from the ones. That'll be your pretty much your, your almost dress rehearsal because I don't have anybody playing against Baltimore in the last. And I think that's where you're going to – where the young guys are going to come and say, you know what, we got to – we got to see what you guys got. Who's going to make this team outside of the 22 starters? You still got to have, what, 31 more players? That makes 53. So that's what, what, what that, that Baltimore game is going to be. Do, going to be. So I, I, I'm not disappointed. I, preseason could mean nothing to me. I've seen this team go 3-0. and I'm sorry, 4-0 and in preseason. And finish the season six and ten. I've seen them go four and zero in the preseason, and finish the season three and thirteen. I've seen them go on four in the preseason and win a Super Bowl. Preseason means nothing. It's just you trying to figure out who can do what. That's it. That's all. And that's all we were trying to do against the Patriots. Uh. One thing I did notice, Dustin Hopkins missed a couple of chippies. And I I, I was like, man, um, D-Hop was 0 for 2. And I said, man, why did D-Hop miss so many field goals? And I got kind of scared because when you talk about Washington football team, you talk about their 53-man roster, it's three players you automatically know are going to make the team. That's Tressway, Dustin Hopkins, and now uh, their new long snapper, Chessman, you know, he's going to make the team. So, you know, it, it's it's a foregone conclusion that, let me see, what's his name? What is his name? I can't, uh, Cameron Chessman. You know he's going to make the team as a long snapper. That's what they drafted him for. So D-Hop's missing it, and then it comes out the next day, he's going through personal issues. Uh, he has a kid in the hospital. And I'm like, yo, he's strong enough that he has a child in the hospital. And he still came out for a preseason game and tried to do his job. A lot of people were saying, you know, just cut him after the game. Cut him out the game, not knowing this. I'm a Dustin Hopkins fan. That's my man, D-Hop. I love D-Hop. I think Tressway is the best punter in the league. I love my special teams. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Cheeseman. I'm, I'm going to be on Cheeseman's side from now on because he's my long snapper. Um, But here's my thing. So many people call for D-Hop's head after one preseason game, not knowing what he was dealing with. Not knowing what he was dealing with. And that's, you know, you can see somebody from the outside and the tip of a needle could be what you see what they're going through. But what they're actually going through is probably wide as the ocean. You don't know what nobody's going through behind the closed doors. Nobody knew what D-Hop was going through behind closed doors until it came out the next day. I, it just showed me how strong, not as a player, how strong of a man Dustin Hopkins is. That's strong. When you, you, you want to be by your kid's side when your kids are sick, you know? Even as dads and any dads listening, you know. 
we turn into big softies when our kids get sick because we're not used to them being sick. We used to them, you know, doing the damn thing, running the house, you know. But when your kids get sick, you turn into big softies. And, you know, you're trying to do everything to make them feel better. D-Hop doing that, trying to go to work, you know, do his thing. Yeah, he missed two chippies. Not normally his his forte. But he got a bigger boulder on his shoulder than those 240-some-yard field goals. And I, my prayers, my thoughts, everything, you know, with D-Hop, man. Anybody going through anything, really. I, I just hope there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I just, I really do. And that's just me being positive. So, um, looking at the timer, that's all the time I got for the night. Thank you all for joining me. Uh, another special happy birthday to the greatest return man in history. Number two all time and all purpose y'all's hopefully soon to be Hall of Famer, Brian Mitchell formerly of the Washington Redskins, because he did not play with the Washington football team. But uh, happy birthday to him also. Of course, another shout-out to my man, Professor Lucky. Another special happy birthday. Um, Be back tomorrow. We got to talk about uh, some things that were said. This goat, this NBA GOAT discussion is getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. And I think we need to have a discussion about it. We need to have ourselves a nice little powwow tomorrow night on a Thursday night throwdown. Because we're going to have to throw down. You know, you want to choose between LeBron and, and MJ. Who's the GOAT? Well, LeBron got this. LeBron got that. MJ got that. MJ got that. We're going to talk about that tomorrow night. So be sure to tune into the Thursday night throwdown. That will be live right here on Podbean. But until then, I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.